Welcome to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast, your trusted source for simple strategies to improve your mental and physical fitness. Throughout this podcast, we will discuss how you can manage your mental health by practicing mental fitness, building emotional resilience and curiosity to handle life's challenges. We'll also highlight the crucial link between physical fitness and your overall mental well-being. My name is DJ Liguori, and I want you to realize that you are not alone with this challenge. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and welcome to today's episode. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Liguori, and we are officially on episode number 107. And as you can see, if you are watching this podcast instead of listening to it, we are officially back up and running from a filming standpoint. So if you would like to, you can watch these podcasts as well as um, in addition to listening to them. And so over the past uh, couple of episodes, I've been explaining how I've kind of transitioned a, uh, a big piece of my life um, from Rochester, New York, down to Tampa, Florida. And so far, we're about a week or so into living in, in Tampa, and it's been fantastic. It's been really cool. I've met some some new people. And uh and I'm getting, I think, I don't know if I'm fully used to the lifestyle yet, uh, just because around September in Rochester is like when you're getting ready for like the leaves to start changing in it to get a, like a little colder and, and football's kicking up, right? And, and now, you know, you walk outside and it's like 85, 90 degrees all the time and it's hot air and the hot air actually reminds me of like vacation. So I don't think I fully, I'm not annoyed by the hot air. Like I actually kind of like it. Um, but it's been really cool. It's been a really, uh, a really, I think, important thing for me to do with my life. And what I realized was what I wanted to talk about today is actually some reflection that I had on the whole Tampa move and something that a buddy of mine actually told me that I didn't really, I don't think I took the time to really take a step back and understand what we had just done by moving, you know, me and my, my roommate basically picking our lives up and, and moving uh, all the way down the East Coast. And even though there was a decent amount of planning that went into it, I was really happy that we decided to do this, right? Because this is something that I, I remember talking to him saying, you know, I don't want to be 55, 60 years old one day and say, hey, remember when we thought about moving to Tampa when we were 27, 28 years old? And then we never did it, right? And so I wanted to make sure that I didn't have that feeling or that conversation ever in my life. And um, right when we got down here to, uh, to Tampa, a bunch of our buddies were texting us and asking us how, how it's been so far and things like that. And, and we were saying it was great. It was, um, you know, we're meeting new people, like we were saying, and everybody's been super friendly and it's been awesome. And, uh, and one of my buddies, he said, uh, he goes, I can't believe you guys had the balls to do it. And I never really thought like this required like a ton of courage because I was just kind of like in the moment, right? I was just kind of like very happy and very grateful that I actually had the opportunity to do it. And it like fit my work schedule. It fit my personal life. It fit like my, my I talked over with my family, my friends, like everybody was like, okay with that, um, with this decision. But I never necessarily, I think, took a time to reflect on the, my own courage that it required to actually do this move. And what it made me think about was this. So this is where it gets really cool. I think it was about the day that I got down here, I was actually checking my email. And when I had first gotten to the apartment complex, I really didn't have much. 
and I had to set up our Wi-Fi and everything. And um, once I had gotten the Wi-Fi set up, I, I checked my email. And one of the first emails I read was this email that said, our enemy is not fear. Our enemy is comfort. And I like read that email. I was completely alone in the apartment. And I literally like just turned around and I almost got emotional. Like I turned around, it was completely silent. And I like walked over to the window, like saw all these palm trees. I, I've grown up in Rochester, New York. There's no palm trees in, in, in New York. And, and, uh, and I just kind of like looked out the window and I was like, yeah, I was like, the enemy was comfort, right? I had a really comfortable life living in Rochester, New York. And I saw a little bit more for myself. I wanted to go do other things and go experience some more life, right? And that required a little bit of fear, a little bit of challenge, right? A little bit of adversity. Um, all of the things that we had to understand and align and, and organize in order to make this move down to Tampa, it was a lot. It was a lot of, um, a lot of uh, organization, a lot of communication. And I don't think I fully took a, a chance to just kind of take a step back and just, I think, be grateful and appreciative of what happened over the past seven or eight months to, to kind of get down here. And, um, and so when I read that email, our enemy is not fear, it's comfort. I really, I really connected with that email, like right on the dot, right at that point of my life, because I think fear and comfort are interesting because we want, we want comfort, right? Comfort is, is fantastic. It feels good. Yet we all know, right? We all know that fear is what we truly need in order to grow. Yet we don't actually want to go to fear because it's scary, because it's challenge. Yet it's almost like we have to earn that growth by going through those levels of fear and that level of challenge. And so I think there is something super important to understand here about balancing both fear and comfort. Because if we're constantly in a state of fear, challenge, and adversity, we're going to be on edge, right? We're going to be pushed off kilter left and right all the time. And that's going to be beyond probably manageable from a stress standpoint, right? If we're always going 100% forward, pedal to the metal, it's going to be overwhelming. Well, at the same time, if we are always comfortable, if we are always safe, if we are always being taken care of, if we're always in a familiar environment or with familiar people, we will always stay the same. And that's not good. Right? We know that we need to change things. We need to push ourselves into these uncomfortable areas of our lives in order to grow. And I and so when I think of like balancing both of these, you think about like what are the areas of your life that you want to be comfortable with? Well, I want to be comfortable like when I go to bed, right? I want to sleep in like a comfortable bed. I want to have comfortable pillows, sheets, like things like that. I want to be comfortable around my friends. I want to be comfortable at the dinner table with my family. Right, those aren't things that you necessarily need to find challenge or adversity in. Now, on the other hand, there are things in your life like, for example, your physical fitness. You are going to want to deliberately find challenge and adversity with your physical fitness because you know that that's how you're going to grow. And you're, you know that that's how you're either going to lose weight or you're going to gain weight or you're going to maintain weight, whatever your physical fitness goals are. With your mental fitness, whether it's a, uh, a mental fitness class, whether it is meditation, whether there are certain systems and processes that you create in your life in order to have more tools and 
increase your emotional resilience and curiosity to handle life's challenges with more emotional resilience and curiosity. Those are things where you're going to want to find challenge and you're going to want to find adversity because those are the areas of your life that you're going to want to grow in. You're going to want to improve in those areas. And so as I started to, I think, plan for this podcast, and I think a little bit of of this feeling was also present when I took that moment after I read that email and just kind of took it all in. One of the things that I have been noticing a ton of, and it, it this isn't even recent, like this is over the past three or four years, is how so many of us struggle with self-confidence, right? And self-confidence, I was actually doing some, some research before this. Self-confidence is a psychological trait or quality that refers to an individual's belief in their own abilities, judgment, and self-worth. So it's basically how much do we believe in ourselves? Well, here's the interesting thing. If we live too comfortable of a life, do we even really need to believe in ourselves? Like, why would I even need to believe in myself in myself? because everything I do is really comfortable. I'm very familiar with it. I don't really even need to push myself outside of the comfort zone. So why would I need to even believe in myself? Whereas if we live a life where we do intertwine some fear, we do intertwine some challenge and some deliberate discomfort, we're going to have to start believing in ourselves some, in some way in order to handle that challenge, in order to get over that adversity, whatever it may be. And so I realized that when I made this decision to go from Rochester to Tampa, my confidence in myself changed because I was realizing all the things that I had to figure out, right? My parents didn't help me with the, with the move, right? My, my friends didn't really help me, right? It was just kind of like me and my roommate, we just were figuring things out, right? We were working with the apartment complex. We're working with getting vehicles down there. We're working with understanding finances. Right? It's all things that we had to do and we had to believe in ourselves in order to do it. And I think along the way, our conf- my, like my confidence, I think, just subconsciously increased because I was the one who was in charge of basically my end result. And I think there's something to be said here on like a much larger picture that we can increase our self-confidence by truly working like alone and actually just trying to figure things out even though there's going to be a lot of challenge, even though there's going to be a lot of adversity, when we just stick to us being the, like individually being the one trying to solve this challenge, I truly believe that's when your self-confidence is going to start to increase. Yes, you can involve other resources. You can be resourceful, right? And have other people help you. But at the end of the day, you are the one who ultimately has to take that action. And so I think that an understanding that our enemy is not, fear, our enemy is comfort, as we make those transitions and as we understand in our life, what are the areas of our life that we want to keep comfortable, right? Like I said, whether it's your family, it's your friends, whatever it is, there are some areas that we do want to keep comfortable and I completely agree with that. Well, at the same time, what are those other areas that we deliberately want to be challenged in, that we deliberately want to feel a little bit of fear? that we deliberately want to experience adversity in in order to grow and become better in that area, right? What do those two areas look like when they're intertwined together into an individual's life? And as we start to do that, I think as we start to really focus on those areas that we deliberately want to have fear and challenge in, we then are going to see, all right, where is our self-confidence at? What, what do we believe in ourselves? 
right? Where does this actually become scary? What is my level of belief in this area? And how can I actually improve that moving forward? So two questions to, to think about as you guys, uh, as we all, I think, start to manage the comfort in our lives versus the challenge in our lives. Where in my life can I create comfort? And where in my life can I create challenge? Right? Where can we balance both of those? And then when you're into, into that challenge area, what does your self-confidence look like with those challenges? So think about those two questions. Think about this idea that enemy, our, our enemy is not fear. Right? Our enemy is comfort. All right? So thank you, everybody, so much for taking the time out of your day to tune into episode number 107 of the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. If you liked today's message, super grateful. You can follow the show, like the show, review the show, give it a rating. If you ever leave a review or anything, I will always look at them and always respond. If you have questions or anything like that, I'm always super grateful for, for anybody who really interacts with, with what we have to say on this podcast. So thank you everybody so much for your time today and everybody have a great week. And we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. If you received something interesting from today's episode, we would kindly appreciate if you could leave us a rating or a review or even share this podcast with someone you believe needs to hear its message. The Libraries and Weight Rooms brand is a division of our parent company, Acres of Diamonds, where we are on a mission to end mental suffering through mental fitness. If you would like to learn more about our mission and support this cause, please visit our website at www.youracresofdiamonds.com. Take care. Keep leading and we will talk to you soon.